Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 1923 Main Street. Home of the Disney Travel Podcast with the latest Disney travel news. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellabratic. And I'm Amelia Bellabratic. And today, everything you need to know about what's in store at Walt Disney World in 2024. Yes, and Happy New Year. It is New Year's week. And if you're planning a Walt Disney World vacation in 2024, this is the show for you. You know, it's interesting. There's not a ton of new stuff. It's not a slam-bang year for Disney World, as far as we know right now. I mean, they can announce anything at any time. But there are some things happening. We already talked about sort of what's going on with park pass reservations, who wins and who loses, and so on last week. And I know a lot of you, based on your responses, feel the same way we do if you're an annual pass holder, especially if your annual passes are used with vacations. So listen to that episode if you want to hear more about that. That is episode 209. But today, let's talk about everything you need to know to plan for 2024. What's new? What's changing? And what could be announced that hasn't been announced yet? There is one big holdout for me, and I don't know what's going on and when it's going to happen. Yes, well, Disney does like to keep a few cards up their sleeve, but they have announced two big attractions that are changing. So starting off... I think that's the key word. They're not new. They're... What did I say? They're... Yeah, enhanced. Reimagined is what Disney would say. Two new attractions that Disney has imagineered Yes. Up to their current standards. The first is... Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Are you looking forward to Tiana's Bayou Adventure? I was hoping that was a working title. But the ride itself actually looks pretty good. Yeah, we saw it just recently. It's the They have changed it, right? Like they've added to the mountain and things like that. We saw some internal scenes as well. Looks interesting. They've done a considerable amount externally, so it does look like a new ride. I'm excited. Some of the songs in that movie could lend themselves really well to the ride. So now let me ask you your opinion on this question as we saw There's a lot of blowback on the graffiti. So surrounding the ride, there's like sort of walls with painted graffiti for Tiana's place. And some people are saying this is not 1920s. What's your thought on this whole graffiti situation around the ride? Well, hopefully it'll be gone when the ride opens. Oh, you think it's a temporary thing? We'll see, right? It's hard to really tell. Um... I think it's a temp thing. And I if don't it's, like it either. If it's gone, I won't care. I mean, if it's there, it's not the end of the world. One thing we don't know about all this is Frontierland. What's happening to it really, right? Are they just sticking it there and that's it? Or is there going to be signage that says this way to the bayou? Which is what I predicted way back, if you remember. Yeah, I think there'll probably be something of a sign and then they'll just like cut Frontierland off slightly early. So that is happening, as far as we know, late 2024. And by the way, at Disneyland as well. So as far as I know, they're sort of coordinating these to be around the same time, if not on the same day. It'll be interesting to see that as well. Which is interesting because they didn't close on the same days. And we will be in Disneyland mm, probably in late August. So I don't know if that's Doesn't late Doesn't really enough. count as late 2024, <laughs> but know. we can hope. You never know with Disney. Sometimes they do soft launch preview, surprises preview. too. Yeah. yeah, that'll be the day after we leave, like with Tron again. So Tiana's Bayou Adventure, formerly Splash Mountain, is coming. And there's another one coming in 2024 that is a reimagined version that has been sitting idle for quite a while. We talked about it a little bit last week. Yes, The Little Mermaid, a musical adventure, is finally coming back to what was Voyage of the Little Mermaid. 
Yeah, again, we don't know much about this. We don't even know if it's a live Ariel or other characters for that matter. In the past one, actually, the prince was live as well, right? Prince Eric and Ariel were both live actors in the previous one. Yes, this one's not so much a ride, definitely more of an attraction. But personally, I love this one. I think it's a classic and it will definitely entertain your younger ones. It was a first solid 30 minutes or so if you need to get out of the heat. Yeah, it's a good spot. One thing I don't like about that theater is people always talk through that show. So hopefully, you know, please don't do that. And hopefully nobody does when the well, new one's there. because most people just want to get out of the heat <laughs> yeah, for 30 exactly. minutes. And then the third one, again, we touched on this in our last episode, is still in question, but could be happening. Rock and Roller Coaster has been out of their contract for quite some time now. Yeah, Aerosmith and the Disney agreement is expired. It expired several years ago, as I recall. So it's not inconceivable that... Now, we thought this last time, right? They did a big closure last year or the year before, and but nothing happened. It just reopened with whatever fixes they did to the track and so on. But it's happening again, but speculation keeps building as the years go by. Could this change? Many people don't want it to change, but, you know, I love Aerosmith. I mean, I grew up with Aerosmith, but I think it is time for a change, much as I hate to say that. I don't think it's time for a change. I could see, you know, in the pre-show where you see the band with their manager and all that stuff, and then you go into the ride, I could see that being a ticket booth or something for the Zootopia option for the train but uh, I don't know we'll see what happens with it after this closure that is one thing we don't know about and then some old favorites are returning yeah some old favorites so just bear that in mind it will be closed for quite some time if you are traveling there yes after they had just closed it for quite some time Disney fix your scheduling so was it the last time you'll ever ride rock and roller coaster we will see some would hope that they would have announced that cough cough me but you never know And there are more old favorites coming back this year. Not necessarily some of my old favorites, but I know they are old favorites for many. Yes, the Disney Dining Plan will be returning. If you have been missing it, it will be making its comeback in 2024. There are two options for that, the quick service option and the meal option. Honestly, if you're going to get it, I would recommend the meal option because otherwise you're just eating quick service all the time. Although, quick service has gotten better. Yes, if you have picky little kids, maybe the quick service option is for you, but... For adults, yeah. I would recommend If you want to eat, have a nice sit-down meal at all, you might want to consider the other one. Yeah. Hey, if you're looking for fries, maybe you want to consider the other one because they're hidden at all quick service yeah. locations. That's yeah, funny. It's almost easier to get fries at table service restaurants now. And park hopping, as we know, is back. That's coming back uh, any day now, really, pretty soon next week. Yes, I believe they said somewhere around the 9th. And then the park pass system is gone for if you're a casual traveler who buys tickets, you're in luck. Disney likes you. If you're an annual pass holder of any kind, you're going to the back of the line on this park pass thing. So we're keeping the heat on to hopefully see some changes around that. Yes, but all in all, the reservation system is slowly going away, which can only be good news. And Genie Plus, some sort of change is coming. All we know is what we were told by a cast member a couple of weeks ago, the 7 a.m. disruption to your vacation, having to get up at every day at 7 a.m., and hope and see what you're going to do that day is what they were trying to solve for. Which is definitely one of the biggest issues. So I do commend them for targeting that. That is definitely one of the least popular things. So it's a good first step. You know, I've been monitoring the chat boards of various kinds and social media, and I thought I was alone in this, but there are a lot of voices like mine saying, 
why don't we just get rid of this Genie Plus altogether? The problem is, in addition to 7 a.m., it's also priced too low. It's been selling out the you know over the holidays. Priced too low. It's priced too low because everybody buys it, so it's nobody gets what they want, right? It's sort of wonky. Now, we tested it out quite a bit, and we did more without it, uh, not during heavy periods, but if it's an average period, don't buy it is our advice. But also, people have been saying what I said from the beginning, what I hoped would happen. I don't go to Universal Orlando for many things, but I do love the way they have a very expensive pass, and you just walk on the rides. There's no reservations. There's no nothing cost you whatever $300 a day or something like that. So only a few people buy it and they get to walk on the rides. And that does reduce the wait times as well for standby. But I wish they would do something like that and just make it so much easier. That's true. I suppose because then you need less days in the park to accomplish. Because, you know, people say, well, now you're pricing out the average family. But is it value when you pay hundreds of dollars on this if you have a big family over a week? And you still can't really do what you want. I think the point is the average family shouldn't need these things. And currently they do. Yeah. That's the problem. Like really, you shouldn't need to pay for something else just to be able to get on a decent number of rides when you're going to an amusement park. And the speculation runs wild. I don't think that's going to happen. That would be a surprise. Some people do think it will be related to deluxe resort guests, the changes, so they get more benefit out of it. One can only hope. And there was a time when deluxe resorts were testing $50 paid fast passes under the old system. So when was that time? We didn't do it, but it was there because we just don't need it. We go a lot. So we're not often in the same sort of situation as others who really need to maximize. You know, we're sort of eh, if we get on if we don't. Great. I will. I do. You know, we buy Genie Plus when it makes sense, but not when it's super expensive, because when it's super expensive is when you get the least value out of it in our tests, which is rather ironic. Yeah, which is which shows The problem with the system, in addition to the 7 a.m. So I guess what I'm getting at is I hope they don't just tackle the 7 a.m. like the cast member told us. Well, we'll let you book it the night before. It's a good step one, but I just I hope they continue to make changes from that point and don't just call it a day and say everything's good from here. You know, and beyond that, you can expect more price increases this year as Disney, well, of course, you know, they, they're always trying to tweak things. And Will the popcorn reach $6? Yeah, they're trying to fix, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, Disney fixed it when it wasn't broke. <laughs> so now they're trying to uh, glue it back together. And I'm talking about for 40 something years, everything in the parks was fine without park passes and all the stuff. Then they tweaked it all for COVID, but instead of just making it go back to normal, they've tried to keep it with crowds coming back. Not working, folks. Not working. As much as I hate to say this, maybe just cut all your losses and try again. Yeah, they hate doing that, but... (laughs) I know, but like what you have isn't working. They hate doing it just because of the investment in technology. They've they've probably spent millions of dollars on all this tech coding. They've spent millions of dollars on that? Easily. There's a very good YouTube video someone took the time to do that just showed how messed up their tech is and they've spent so much. And once they spend so much, they try to make it work instead of trying to just make it better. In other words, they don't want to throw away their investments, so they stick with it probably far too long to the detriment of guest experience. Makes sense. But like millions of dollars came up with that system. Yeah, exactly. They, you know, I do like their tech, but behind the scenes, I guess it's a little bit more wonky. I want to know, the old FastPass system had lots of cast member loopholes, which is why they had to get rid of it. 
cast members. Yeah, what are the it. loopholes this time? Yeah, Let exactly. us know. I'm sure there are some. <laughs> good, good point. Yeah, message us, please. Now, there is one big question. This is what I was talking about off the top of the show. The, the longest outstanding, as far as I know. And I'm really sad about this. I not, want it back. Yeah, not reopened yet. What the heck is going on? There are two components to it. It's still not open, and there's still no sign of it being open. And what are we talking about? 1900 Park Fair at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort. Oh, what a great restaurant. It has two completely different character meals. A great stop, even if you're not staying there. 100% recommend. Yeah, the breakfast. Now, assuming it stays the same, the supercalifragilistic breakfast, which is Mary Poppins along with Mad Hatter and Pooh characters and Alice... And then at night, it was a Cinderella happily ever after dinner with with quite a few characters from Cinderella and and often some surprises. You weren't know you didn't know who you were going to get in addition to Cinderella. They've been refurbishing that room, which needed it. But I mean, come on now. Now we're getting into 2024. It's still not open. I'm quite surprised. Cast members are tight lipped if they know anything at the Grand Floridian. I tried to get some info. Couldn't get anything other than. Oh, it's going to be great. Looks fantastic in there. All of which sort of implies it could be open in this year. But that's yeah. what I thought a year ago at this time. And it's still not open. All of this. I do love what they have in there right now, assuming it stays the same. But if they are redoing it, like I understand that. Just drop a teaser. Like Disney, I want to know what's going on. And then finally, 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 there are two new Disney Vacation Club resorts opening at Walt Disney World in 2024. Do you want to try either one of them? I am talking about A, Fort Wilderness. A lot of people don't like the design on the inside because it's modern looking and not cabin-like. I actually like it, personally. I I don't want to stay in a Pioneer Village. I would give this a try. I would maybe wait until some more of the reviews roll in before lining up to be a first customer. So I'm thinking that'll be first. And second, of course, is... The Holiday Inn. The Holiday Inn, as we call it. The new Polynesian DVC Tower. I was surprised to see that it is still a skeleton just a week ago. My personal theory, lots of interior things are happening first, and then they're just going to quickly do their exterior, not decorations, but like Polynesian decor as the last step. I think because all of the windows are on and everything. So I think they're doing a lot of decor and flooring and walls and and putting all of like inside first. Would make sense. uh, Yeah. Uh, So I'm guessing it's going to be later. And again, probably the second half of 2024 for sure. I know some cast members we talked to were excited because... Well, I'm excited. Similarly to Bay Lake Tower. They have double-decker Grand Villas. Yeah. So two-story, three-bedroom villas. I'm sure they'll come at a price point that's high. I would personally still rather stay in the three-bedroom at the Grand Floridian. Well, obviously. But um, we'll see that. You know, I don't know if we're going to... I guess we'll stay there at some point. We like to try out every DVC accommodation. It's going to be hard getting everyone into the cabins at Fort Wilderness, I think. The concrete, I wonder if... Can you tell by the concrete if they're making it soundproof or not? It actually looks pretty... uh, quiet to me that's what i was thinking yeah. i was like based on solely the outline the skeleton that we've seen it looks decently yeah, it good looks like it could be pretty good uh we'll see we'll see how it goes the rest of the resort built in the 70s uh, is quite soundproof as is uh, bay lake tower and even the contemporary resort of course which was original sorry i meant even bay lake tower i was surprised how quiet it is because most other hotels and villas well we find noise through the walls to be common Anyway, there you have it. 2024, lots of stuff happening. Nothing like a brand new ride like Tron, but still 
quite a few things, and uh, maybe throughout the year they will announce where they're going to spend this money yes. they've talked about. Well, hopefully as D23 keeps hinting in the next coming years, they'll have a few brand new rides up their sleeves. Yeah. All right, so Happy New Year once again. Thank you for listening. Uh, we look forward to having you along for the ride in 2024. We'll see you again next week, and have a magical day. Bye-bye. <laughs>